Welcome to KFRC, San Francisco's premier FM radio station. Tonight is 22nd December, and we'll be crossing live to Lowe's Market Street Cinema for the premiere of the new Clint Eastwood film, Dirty Harry, directed by Don Siegel. Don't you touch that dial. Welcome back to KFRC, San Francisco premiere radio station. We're about to cross live to the premiere of the new Clint Eastwood film at the Lowe's Market Street Cinema, San Francisco. We're having a few difficulties patching over to a reporter on site, so in the meantime, have a listen to a word from our sponsor. Hi. When you're really hungry, stop at McDonald's and ask for the big meal. What you'll get is a Big Mac, a large order of fries, and a really big drink. What you won't get is a big bill. That's the big meal. It's a great deal for dinner. You deserve a break today at McDonald's. Clint Eastwood came to town to talk about Misty for me. He stars in it, uh, he directed it, and what is your next venture now that this is in the can and has opening in Chicago this week? There are other things to do, aren't there? Yeah, Roy, I've got uh, another film that will be out um, at Christmas time called Dirty Harry, and uh, then I'm starting a western uh, November 1st called Joe Kidd. Do you mind getting back into the western bag? No, not at all. I've been away from it for a while. I'm kind of uh, looking forward to going back. Were you ever worried, like maybe during Rawhide or while you were making the films in Italy, that you would never get out of that? Was this of concern at all? Well, you know, everybody keeps talking about typecasting all the time. I think actors go through a period in their life where they're starving and they think, uh, just uh, you know, just get me in anything. I don't care what it is. I want to do uh, well. and uh, want to work. Uh, work and then then you I w- worry about getting untyped later, and that's what uh, happened. Even though I went to Europe and made the dollar pictures, they were still a complete departure from the character I played on the television show. Right, right. So that helped take me one direction, and I've the success of those films allowed me to go further in another direction. Did Clint Eastwood always want to be an actor? No, I never was interested in it at all. I never really knew what I wanted to do. Uh, I'd gotten out of the service. And was going to college on the GI Bill, and uh, I had a chance to go under contract to university. In those days, the studios all had large contract groups, and I had a chance to uh, go under contract to Universal for uh, a very small thing and a uh, very small price, a wage, and uh, study acting. So I decided I'd try it for six months. Well, you never try it for six months, it takes you over completely. Welcome back to KFRC. You've just heard their uh, small interview some weeks back from our Chicago affiliate. We're about ready now to go live to uh, Lowe's Market Street Cinema, San Francisco, where I believe we're talking to uh, Austin. Austin, how are things going? 
Thanks. <laughs> now, Austin, how would you describe the turnout there tonight? Not too bad. Really? That's all you're going to bring to this interview? Oh, <laughs> I'm happy to do it. You sound pretty young. What, what's your bedtime? Uh, it's uh, about 11 p.m., so... Ugh. Well, uh, while we try and find a, a reliable correspondent, here's uh, another word from our sponsors. Now, Pete, I understand you're in a good position to to see Clint when he first arrives on the red carpet there. Uh, It's hard to record Clint at live events. He's so damn soft-spoken. So we're going to go ahead and give you two mono mics, and you're going to jam it real close. Yeah, so I'll stop this recording, right? And then you want a second recording? Yeah, we need a second mono take. And then you'll call me in five or ten? That's right. Okay, sounds good. Great. You're a pussy cat, you're where it's at, the one that's in on every place. The Gal. You're listening to KFRC Radio, and we're patching into the premiere of the new Clint Eastwood film, Dirty Harry. I'm joined with reporters Daniel and Karina. Daniel, are you recording now, Daniel? Yep, I am recording. Are people booing? Yeah, uh, Karina, can you hear people? Can you see Clint? Undoubtedly a festive atmosphere down at Lowe's Market Cinema. And very shortly we're expected to see Clint Eastwood and the director, uh, Don Siegel. San Francisco, they just opened a new recreational center in the Chinatown area. We appear to have lost the mayor. If you're just joining us now, this is KFRC at the Dirty Harry premiere. Today's show proudly brought to you by the new state of Qatar in the Persian Gulf. Only a few months old, the new uh, country has been visited by no less than uh, America's own, the greatest, the best, Muhammad Ali. Here, listen to this news report. I want to thank all of you for coming, and I've enjoyed my stay, and I'm going to go back and tell all of the Muslims in America how many brothers they have all throughout the world and also show them my films and pictures of how I was received here. Thank you. Also, I want to thank Sheikh Ahmad and Chief Khalifa and Chef Johnson and everybody for the royal treatment and the royal welcome. And I would like to say with the leaders that I have met of other countries and of your country here, I'm sure you have a great future and you have everything to thank Allah for because you have real leaders who are really for you. Thank you. كذلك قبل الختام 
أود أن أشكر من صميم قلبي سمو الشيخ أحمد والشيخ خليفة Misty by Errol Garner. More news to follow on Qatar and its newly federated neighbor, the United Arab Emirates. Oft we play this trailer of the Dirty Harry movie starring Clint Eastwood, courtesy of Warner Brothers. I'm putting somebody with you. Well, you know what happens to the guys that I've worked with. Dietrich's still in the hospital with a bullet in his gut, and Fanducci's dead. Now you're working with Gonzalez or you're not working. Now that's straight from the fifth floor. You got it? This is about a movie about a couple of killers. Harry Callahan. And a homicidal maniac. The one with the badge is Harry. Oh! reasons they called him Dirty Harry. And he kept inventing new ones. Don't pass out of here yet. No, 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 no. Clint Eastwood. Detective Harry Callahan. You don't assign him. Stop! To murder cases. You just turn him loose. Uh, who's this guy? We might not be able to get back on here. Um, his oh. headphones just suddenly died on us. Right. Oh, John John and Dave. One second. I don't know why they're not connecting back to the phone. Still trying to make contact with our on-the-street correspondents, John and Dave. At Market Street, the, the new Clint Eastwood premiere. Uh, yeah, give us a second. <laughs> Maybe I can do it through the Bluetooth speaker and then hook headphones up to Blue? Did he just say Bluetooth? Bluetooth. John, Dave, can you hear? Can you hear me? Yeah, sorry, sorry, we hung up. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think we might have to bow out. Um, Hippies. We're, we're having some technical difficulties. Right. Hey, it was uh, great to be here, guys. Thanks for having us. I think the mushrooms kicked in. Yeah. <sighs> this is KFRC, where we still employ campus radio disc jockey lowlifes. Coming up next, Dirty Harry. It's smooth sailing with the highly successful sound of wonderful radio. KFRC. Swiss authorities and insurers are still getting to the bottom of the mysterious casino fire. Frank Zappa, performing there with his group The Mothers of Invention, was recently interviewed by Swiss TV. How did it happen exactly? The, the fire? Yeah. Comment ça s'est passé l'incendie we were, exactement? We just started playing King Kong, you know, and uh, in that part of King Kong I stopped the band and Don is just playing. The roof fell down. And so Obviously, there was a fire. So Howard was standing on one side of the stage. He goes. C'était évident qu'il y avait le feu, mais Howard, qui était là sur le sur la sur la scène, a dit "Fire, gentlemen!" Par Arthur Brown. KFRC Golden Weekend. Well, that sounds like quite the image. The smoke cascading out on the water. Thankfully, at this point in time, reports are that there were no injuries. KFRC. Music. Welcome back to KFRC, the only San Francisco radio station at the Dirty Harry premiere on Market Street at Lowe's Market Street Cinema. Uh, we have Rick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, Rick, we're not having much luck with our correspondence there. I think when Clint finally does arrive, we may have to get someone to uh, interview him alone in the uh, the gentleman's toilets if we're going to have any chance of... Uh, having an interview with their star. Well, I mean, if, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it any way we can, right? I mean, it's going to take me a while to get everybody's voice down, so <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Any which way we can, I <laughs> I do like the sound of that. So, let me see. Oh, what's that? It's, uh, the, uh, the Bluetooth headphones that I'm using are uh, earbud style, so there's no little boom that comes down in front Bluetooth? of my mouth. Bluetooth again? Um, so there's a bit of an unfortunate thing there. Oh, oh no. Don't get regional, man. No, it's... it's. I, I have an inconsistent accent. I've been trying for years to be uh, very non, uh, non-regional non with it, but I there's very little thing I can help sometimes. Now, now Rick, you, you're not going out live just yet. Can you hear us? Oh, no, I can hear you guys just fine. Oh, good. Um, good. I was I was mostly worried about you hearing me, to be truth. Well, great. Uh, tr- try and keep the line open. Uh, good quality. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll try and try and make it work. Right. There's a few more ads in the lead. All right. Sounds good. Uh, f- Disney World or some crap in Florida. Okay. Uh, yeah, the sponsors are coming in. I'll do my best to try not to talk over anybody. You know, we'll try and do this uh, by turn. <laughs> you better keep that with Clint. You know, <laughs> I uh, you're gonna have to fill in a lot of time. <laughs> Capture all the goodness. KFRC, San Francisco. Back in uh, July of this year, there was a cover story on Life magazine. The world's favorite movie star is no kidding, Clint Eastwood. Uh, did you, uh, did, you know, did you have to spend a couple of hours with a, a Life reporter uh, for this story, or did they pick this up from other sources? No, actually, they. Uh, I spent about a week 
they they came out when I was filming uh, this film Dirty Harry in San Francisco, and they uh, just followed around for a week. For a guy who is uh, has made as many motion pictures, successful motion pictures, and who gets a cover story on Life magazine. Uh, Clint Eastwood, as we have found out for the first half hour, is about as unassuming a kind of guy as you'd ever have a chance to meet. You don't act like an actor. No, wait a minute. I'll let me rephrase that. You act, <laughs> no, you act like an actor on the screen, but you are very quiet and unassuming. Have you always been this way? Uh, or do you have to... I'm just, I've just never been an extrovert, I guess. Uh, I mean, you've been married for... It, I'm, a, I'm a really a lousy interview, especially for a column like that uh, magazine. Uh, they, that's why they had to stay with me for a week. <laughs> to get enough material. <laughs> they could have probably gotten into a half hour on anybody else. No, but you've been married to the same woman for 17 or 18 years? Uh, yeah, going on 18. I said, be, which is kind of refreshing. Uh, well, it's kind of different in Hollywood, that's yeah. for sure. Is, uh, is she in the movie industry at all? No, she never has been. She's uh, an aficionado, uh, but uh, she's not... Um, hasn't been involved actively. I said before that we had something in common, and that's because uh, Clint's son's name is Kyle, and of our six sons, our number five son is Kyle. Yeah. Any special reason? Now, did you pick out Kyle? i got to look at it. You know, friends, you don't mind a little personal thing here today. We've got to find out why we named our sons Kyle. Uh, mine was named uh, Kyle after Kyle wrote the football player. She just always thought that that was a great name. We've never met the man, but uh, she thought that was a fabulous name. I found out that Frank Gifford... Named his kid Kyle for the same whole mess of them around. The same reason, but uh, it seemed to go well with Eastwood, I think. And uh, actually, her first choice was Clint Eastwood the third, and I had been junior, and I had kind of gone through that route. I I just didn't see. I felt the kid should always have his own name, his own identity. Great. Uh, Junior, Sonny, or Little Clint, maybe. Yeah, Sonny, Little Clint, uh, (laughs) Junior. More music, more music, more music. Orange That was Clint Eastwood at the premiere of the movie Dirty Harry tonight on Market Street, Lowe's Theater. We've lost Rick. Uh, We do have a number of reporters in the crowd, but evidently none of them are quite up to the task, it would seem. We evidently missed most of Clint's speech uh, to the reporters and the audience outside of the theater as he's now gone inside uh, as the movie um, begins to roll. Hopefully we can uh, have a few minutes of Clint's time in the future with one of our other correspondents here on... Where are we calling from? KFRC, San Francisco's premier FM radio station. Now word from our sponsor. What you're hearing now, I believe, is some protesters protesting the movie Dirty Harry. Placards. Oh, oh, Chaz, we're 
I have a word now we're listening to Chaz. Can you hear us, Chaz? Hello, Chaz? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here, but I, I didn't hear any any Chaz, I I understand you can hear me. That's that's sounding good. You're not cutting out. That's good. Um, is there been any sign of Andy Robinson there tonight? I, I, I can hear you now. Yes. Okay. Let's try this again. Try try, try ask me whatever question you asked me before, and I'll see if I can answer it this time. Well, well Chaz, putting aside uh, Dirty Harry, uh, what's what's been happening to all our correspondents today? They've. Uh, not being quite up to the task. They've been cutting out like flies. Yes, this is much better. There's no cutouts at all. Right. Well, uh, hopefully we can have you for the rest of the night. You can Frankenstein it. <laughs> Frankenstein it? Is that some some sort of San Fran lingo we don't know? Right. I, I... And another KFRC intern hands in their resignation letter live on air as we cross over to the premiere of the new Clint Eastwood film, Dirty Harry. A message now from our sponsors. Oh, pardon me. I'm looking for the Magic Kingdom. Do you know the way? Please, sir! Do you know the way to the Magic Kingdom? Disneyland, where dreams come true. <laughs> Known to millions of children around the world. Now Walt Disney invites you to Disney World. Do you know the way to the Magic Kingdom? Sure I do. But can you fly? You can fly to a Magic Kingdom that's right outside your hotel window. Walt Disney World in Florida, on Eastern, the airline of Walt Disney World, the airline that believes dreams really can come true, the wings of man. Have you ever directed before? I've directed segments of films. I did a a, um, short subject on Don Siegel, and I've done second unit on films. Second unit is what? Well, that's when the director is involved in one sequence, and you go out and shoot sequences that, uh, you know, so you can double up. You're shooting one sequence on one side of town; he's shooting in the other. And, uh, did you do this by request or because you you kind of pushed for it? Well, I did uh, this film uh, I made after Missy Dirty Harry. I have uh, I did uh, one the director planned on me doing, and another one he had a. He came down with 103 temperature one night, so I took over for a few days. What goes through an actor's mind? Now, here's a guy like our guest today, Clint Eastwood. He doesn't start out in life to be an actor, but the bug hits him and he likes it. But what goes on in your mind when suddenly you are faced with all of this responsibility of making whatever's going to happen happen, and it's your baby? Isn't it kind of frightening? It's taking on a lot of responsibility, and... uh, a critic asked me the other day, he said, well, don't you feel it's kind of risky? I I don't feel it's risky because if if I hadn't, if the film didn't work, I could have, uh, you know, I can always go back to working with some back really Italy. substantial uh, directors, you know. Go back to Italy and make a movie. Yeah. Make yourself a few million. The, uh, but here's something else now. In the paper this morning, Norma Lee Browning has a column in the Tribune, and she writes uh, usually about Hollywood and mm-hmm. Hollywood people. Mm-hmm. And I've interviewed Norma Lee, and this is her job mm-hmm. to find out what's going on in Hollywood. But she says in the paper this morning that uh, you are 
that you won't direct another? Yes, she says here, he told us months ago he will never again direct himself in a movie. And she even has never in italics. Uh I don't know whether that means that you really said it or she can't remember. Uh, I think... <laughs> I don't know. Why did they put it in? I, uh, I think, I don't recall uh, making that statement, but, uh, you know... Did you that, ever talk to Norma Lee? Uh, I doubt it. Uh, I doubt <laughs> to begin if, with. I, I doubt <laughs> if I said that, at least about that particular topic. I've, I've talked to her in the past. But um, I probably... Uh, I said that there was a difficult job, but it's best to direct and act in a film, and uh, and maybe it was a good idea not to do it again. You are listening to KFRC Radio, coming to you live from the San Francisco premiere of the new Clint Eastwood film. Uh, we hope to have uh, Eric on the line soon, who will hopefully get us to speak to Clint Eastwood himself at some point, if he's still in the building. Eric, do you hear us? Yeah, I hear you good. That's good. I'm going to get you to go into the John, the head, the gentleman's toilets, where I want you to try and interview Clint. Okay, sure. Yeah? Uh, I don't know if Uh, this is... Yes, I am. Yeah, okay. I think you understand what we're up against here. Okay. Radio KFRC San Francisco, the only Bay Area radio station not to play Maggie May. That's a promise. Coming up next, Don McLean's America Pie Double Shot. Listen to it. More music, more music, more music. Yes, you've seen it in magazines, you've read it in the newspapers. In fact, perhaps you've even seen the owner's picture. Ralph Williams, the owner of Bayshore Chrysler Plymouth, 345 El Camino Real in the city of San Bruno. You notice the big bald-headed son of a bitch? The man that came to San Francisco to offer them more for the dollar they spend. The man that came to San Francisco to rape each and every citizen and the whole San Francisco Bay Area. You don't believe it? Listen to me. I don't lie. Take a fucking car like this. A 1966 Ford, a Country Squire 9 Pastor station wagon. Don't worry about the equipment. Imagine all the fun you can have in the back. And while you're doing it, imagine all the money that that bald-headed prick Ralph Williams is going to be making on the car he's trying to fuck you out of. Yes, the man that'll take every dime out of the San Francisco Bay Area and spend it on prostitutes, booze, and of course, crap tables in the city of Las Vegas. I'm sure you've heard about it. So remember this. If you'd like to get fucked and hooked real hard before you buy a car, come down here. Let Ralph Williams do it. Why not? Why, why not somebody else? Remember our address is 345 El Camino Real in the city of San Bruno, but if you come from Marin County, East Bay Area, or San Jose, your money spends just as well as anybody else's. And when this bald-headed son of a bitch gets hold of you, you will spend money. Talking about payments, five years payments of $100 a month. You can't get even. So shop before you buy base your Chrysler Plymouth. What's your, what's your name again, son? Jerry? We're going to get you in the stalls uh, to record Clint, okay? Sure, sure, that sounds good. Um, and if the uh, FCC takes issue with this journalistic uh, novelty, you're going to take the blame. All right, no problem. Now, uh, buddy, I really need to stress we need clear audio of Clint. Well, my name is, it's, it's actually Gerald. Gerald, yeah, but I go by Jerry. Um, but I spell it with a G, it's, it's usually spelled with a J. So I get I get a ton of people calling me Gary, which makes no sense to me. I mean, if anything, my name, you know, it would be Gary. Can you cancel this guy's mic? Because I mean, Gary, we know Gary's an A. 
cut, cut it. Yeah, G A G A R Y, Gary. Whatever happens, keep your tape player recording, okay? Yeah, sure. Should I? I wonder. Should I? Um, should I stop that? I guess I can just keep my recording going locally, right? When Clint is in front of you, put the microphone right up to his lips, okay? Of course. I'm hearing a lot of echo your end. Have you got the toilet seat up? Uh, I mean, I have it up. Well, close it, man. Of course, my, my pleasure. What time have you got? Uh, yeah, about 10.20. Right, we'll get ready and we'll get someone to bring in Clint into the bathroom for you. I'm ready. KFRC San Francisco. About three or four hundred people braved inclement weather in downtown San Francisco tonight here at Lowe's Theater on Market Street for the benefit premiere of Dirty Harry, a movie starring Clint Eastwood which was shot entirely in San Francisco. This world premiere benefit performance was for the Police Athletic League and a lot of celebrities attended and pleased the crowd who were sitting on bleachers especially constructed outside Lowe's Theater for the occasion. They included Irv Kupsonet, the syndicated columnist who is here from Chicago for the opening. Uh, the director of the picture, Don Siegel, was here, and of course, one of the biggest rounds of applause went to John Brody, quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, who was riding on a crest of happiness this week. The uh, mayor appeared with his wife and said a few words to the crowd, and Clint Eastwood made the grand entrance and got the roar of approval as he spoke to the crowd. And it was a friendly evening, despite a small demonstration put on the, by the Progressive Labor Party of San Francisco, which is against this picture because they consider it to be pro-police rather than anti-police, which, of course, is their stand. The movie is Dirty Harry, and I'll have a review on a subsequent Eyewitness News report. This is Rolf Peterson reporting from San Francisco. KFRC-FM. John here, trying to put us through to the... Dirty Harry premiere with correspondent Sean. Okay, so I'll just basically tune out until I hear my name. Sounds good. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm now, kidding. Sean, if you see Clint, don't ask him why he can't act. Okay, we'll just, um, yeah, we'll talk about a movie. Yeah, Dirty Harry only. All right, sounds good. Fantastic. He doesn't say much, Clint. No, he doesn't no. say much at all. I've got you. I've got you on headphones. I'm in a quiet room. The toilet, you mean? Yeah. Yes, definitely got headphones on. <laughs> yeah, my microphone is just picking me up. You guys are on your own. Fantastic. Don't don't drop it in the toilet bowl. Whatever you do. Yeah. So I ha- yeah I have the movie. If I uh, if we want to reference a particular moment, yep. I've got yeah. it, and I've got a uh, with the subtitles even. Subtitles. They're showing it in the cinema with subtitles? Wow, that's San Fran for you. Okay, get ready. Clint could walk in at any moment. KFRC plays more music. Now, welcome, Clint, to our radio program. Um, I don't suppose you've given many interviews in bathrooms before. No, don't believe I have. I did do an interview for a position once in a bathroom, a fellow by the name of Wolf. Didn't end too well for him. Now, Clint, I, I don't know if you happen to notice 
on your way into the theater tonight, but there were a small group of people protesting the film, it appears, with placards like funds for community sports, not for killer cops, public relations, or jail, dirty Richard Lewis. Um, do you expect more of such reactions, and are they reasonable in your review? What I will say to that is, without killer cops, you're not going to have a lot of clean playgrounds for the little tykes to run around and hit a baseball. What was it like working with director Don Siegel uh, on the film, Clint? You know, I don't believe I met Don until about the 40th, 42nd day of the shoot. Truth be told, I didn't even realize the cameras were on half the time. I think that comes across as part of the magic of film. Do you get the chance to visit San Francisco often, Clint? I mean... And if you do, what do you like to check out? You could not pay me enough money to step back into that urine-soaked hellhole. Listeners may know you have a three-year-old son, Kyle. Uh, at what age would you let him see this movie, Clint? Uh, after all, there is a bit of a bit of violence in it. Oh no, Kyle's a good boy. Kyle understands the difference between real violence and fake violence on the screen. In fact, that was really rammed home to him last birthday he turned two got him his first handgun accidentally shot the dog poor Kyle did but uh, well that put Dirty Harry into perspective when I showed that to him for his third now there have been other uh, films made about the real life Zodiac killer in the recent past uh, do you think the Zodiac could perhaps be here somewhere at this premiere Clint is that a concern for you I don't let you in on a little secret you're looking at him. Your character uh, that you play in this film, Harry Callahan, eats hot dogs. Uh, have you? I'm interested. Have you tried the McDonald's new quarter pounder? Uh, it's only fifty-three cents. Do you think Harry would eat at a McDonald's, Clint? Well, I will say fifty-three cents is quite the bargain, but there is nothing as American as a hot dog. So. I think maybe a quarter pounder is a sometimes treat, but can't imagine myself sitting down to watch the San Francisco Giants and eating a hamburger just don't feel right. Listeners might be surprised to hear that you've come to this premiere in your character's actual suit, uh, the one he wears on the trestle bridge. Uh, perhaps I've given away too much there. Do you normally take home your costumes from all your films, Clint? Costumes? What the hell are you talking about, funny boy? Tonight's premiere uh, was a fundraiser for the Policeman's Activity League, or PAL, uh, which some people were protesting the general vibe of in the movie. In your opinion, would, would Harry Callahan partake in any policeman's activities, team bowling, amateur boating, and the like, do you think? Well, you know, I like to work alone, so... No, I can't believe that I'd be doing anything that involved any form of teamwork or camaraderie. You start caring about the men you work for, suddenly you're going to think twice about pulling out a gun. It's been over four days now since Pakistan surrendered to India in what the State Department yesterday called one of the shortest wars in history. Do you have anything to say, Clint, to the displaced citizens of this new country, Bangladesh? 
there are a lot of refugees between borders, and uh, I'm saying, Dirty Harry, will it be securing your release there without without any problem in former Pakistan? Well, any market's a market. Sounds to me like those refugees be mighty hungry, so maybe we could package it up with McDonald's, get the new Dirty Harry film and one of those quarter pounders you were talking about. Just a buck. Welcome to America. Well, Clint, thank you very much for your time. And we wish you all the success with your latest picture, Dirty Harry. Are you still here? Yeah. Well, Todd, many, many thanks for finally getting us that interview with Clint. You're more than welcome. That was a great bit of fun. Thanks, guys. Now, I realize you got some B-roll with the director, Don Siegel. If you could drop that off to Petrero Hill. If you'll just shoot me, shoot me a Dropbox. I'm going to run out right now to go hang out with my wife and daughter. But uh, you let me know where to put it. And first thing in the morning, I'll drop it off there for you. Oh, great, Todd. Thanks. You bet. Take care. Great. Bye. Well, I still don't know what Dropbox is, but I'm grateful for our roving correspondent, Todd. And with that, tonight's coverage of the Dirty Harry premiere uh, comes to an end. Please continue listening to The Late Shift, and we'd like to end with the final report from our Chicago affiliate last week with Clint Eastwood. Over and out. What kind of movies do you think you want to make? Well, I feel that... uh to the the only thing that an actor has a, a satis you know the gratification can be uh, is to entertain is to go away uh, have the people uh, go away entertained and that is uh, shown by how many people are in the theaters if the theater's empty that means something's gone wrong and I don't want to make any pictures for empty theaters hopefully and uh, I don't know it's uh, I think every time a picture comes out that is bad, badly done or bad taste, and and a guy goes and sees it, you lose that guy for another six months or so. I mean, he doesn't, uh, maybe not uh, younger audiences who may see a lot of films, they're exposed to more, but say the average working guy, if he he goes to a bad flick and he doesn't go away entertained at all, he, uh, you lose him for a while. He's stuck with the tube for a while.